Joe presents games for the end of the world together with Lynx. Hi, I'm Tom Deacon, and this is Games for the End of the World together with Lynx. Now, as you very well know, there's an apocalypse going on. It's still raging. I can't give you any more updates than that. However, I am safe down here in the bunker, and I'm joined this week by a former Premier League player, also captained his nation, Ireland, and has now moved into the world of YouTube. And some people say he is the best FIFA player that used to play football professionally. It's the one and only Mr. David Myler. Tom, how are you? I'm very well. I'm glad that you've come down here. It is a, a quite a big statement, though, to say from me that you're the best former footballer who is brilliant at FIFA. Would you say that's fair? Yeah, I would. Okay, good. I've, I've, I didn't want to pick you up because you know the world of FIFA when you say you're the best. Well, if you, when you're talking about, am I the best in the world? Just we get that correct. I'm not. No. I'm nowhere near them. Um, but in regards of footballers who play FIFA, I am the best. Yeah. I, I feel like there needs to be a catchier title. I was trying to say it in a way that the former footballer who is the best there at is, FIFA. There is one lad in Brazil... Um, I can't think of his name off the top of my head, who used to play, he won um, the Puskas Award, you know, for the, the goal. Um, I can't think of his name. It'll come to me probably in a while. But he does play competitive FIFA. Um, yeah. And he's very, he is very good. But obviously, he's over in South America. Doesn't count. In this, in this these are... Yeah, and there's been, there's been loads of footballers who, like, FIFA iPhone is always that game where no matter who I meet, they say, oh, I beat you, I beat you, yeah, I yeah. beat you. And Penalty, been... 90th minute, doesn't count, mate. Well, it does best, really. of, best of five, it's got to be. Best of three, usually. Yeah, okay. Best of three. But I'm like, I'm like, yeah, I'll play you. Yeah. I'll play you, no problem. And you meet all these boys at like EA events or whatever, and they all think they're brilliant. I'm like, anytime you want, I'll play online. I'll come to your house. I'll come to the training ground. I'll play you. Yeah. Just like, just, I want to do it to see, you know, if there are people out there who are like that good, because everyone does play, so. Yeah. I want to see how good these people are because I've played against the best people in the world. That'd be great. David Myler, get trolled and then you'll go to the house and then play them at FIFA. Dispatch, off you go, cup of tea, done. Yeah, it was like that. Did you, did you ever see that um, Stormzy tweet? No? Yeah, where they went and confronted the person, was it? Or? Yeah, no, Stormzy tweeted saying like, when I say I beat you at FIFA, I'll come round your house, slap you five nil, and throw the uh, controller off your mum's head. <laughs> yeah. That's a, just something, to, a new angle uh, to maybe go with that. Uh, any players that you used to play with who are pretty tidy when it comes to FIFA? Harry Arter's not bad. Um, I'm just trying to, like, like I played with Tom Huddleston, um, Andy Robertson, Jake Livermore, mm. Sam Klukas, Liam Senior. Like, lads, like, I spent a lot of time at Hull, so a lot of them were at Hull for big periods. Other lads like John Egan, Harry Arthur, Cal Modow, the lads I played with Ireland, Seamus Coleman. Um, they were good, but probably Harry is probably mm. probably the best of them. Well, listen, David, I want to I take it back a little bit. Uh, first of all, uh, by the way, how are you finding the apocalypse? I ask everybody when they come down to the bunker. Yeah, it's not too bad. Yeah. It's quite comfy. Yeah. Nice and chilled. I thought it was going to be worse than it is. It's hectic upstairs, mine. Yeah. It's nice and calm down here. <laughs> In the little bunker. Uh, well, listen, David, um, I want to take it way back to the beginning. Uh, obviously, no, we can talk about your footballing career, and, and then, but also I really want to aim towards that gaming. So where did it sort of all start for you when it was the first console that you had? I believe it was the Sega Mega Drive. There was um, a game where you used to have to shoot ducks can't remember what it was called. Not Duck Hunt. That was uh, the old... It, it might have been Duck Hunt. Yeah. I, I, I genuinely don't remember. Yeah. And you know, I was talking to the guys here and I was like, oh, yeah, 
something similar came up and I was like, yeah, that was the game. And then somebody's like, oh, I played that too. It's kind of one of them games. I think if you were like on the bridge of like 30 or just a few years older, everyone kind of played. It was their first one. So I used to have that. So so as a kid, you've got this Mega Drive. You've got whatever the game you're into. Were you just playing solo? Would friends come around? Exactly that. that, that that's the beauty, I think, no. Like, well, the beauty that's lost now is that like, when I wanted to play FIFA as a kid, you got all your mates around. You sat down on the couch and the others had to sit on the floor. And it was like head to head. And you went. And if you won, you stayed on. Yeah. And it was like, get off the couch, mate. Now it's just like everything is obviously with technology advancing so much. It's just, do you want a game? Yeah, yeah. I'll search for you online. Do you know what I mean? Or send me, like, which is fine, but like <clears throat> it took the like took the banter out of it. Yeah. No one's using I mean? a couch anymore. That's your real concern, isn't it? No one's using a sofa anymore. Yeah, now we're all gaming chairs and all. Exactly, it's gone yeah. up. So, so you had mates over. Uh, there is that competitive element. Did, do you think that sort of gave you that competitive element, or were you already quite competitive? Because moving into your football, football, I would have days. been. I would have been competitive before that. Um, just from like little things with my dad. My dad always used to, like. I think it was the way he was brought up. Took great pride in winning. So like when anything, anything we did, mm. whether it be even like playing pool or doing something like whatever it was like it was a competitive and he never left me win like it's like you know parents like leave their kids win my dad never left me win he used to beat me and beat me as best he could but then uh, over time then you you inevitably get better and then it was like well no i'm better than you <laughs> yeah. was that was that like that iconic moment that you remember of beating him at something whether it, obviously yeah, you didn't we, game so i got i got i got um i was very lucky as a kid i got, um i received a pool table yeah an old-fashioned one in Ireland, you know, like a pub pool table. Uh, we used to play, like, every night, like, seven nights a week. We used to play, like, best of five or whatever, or first of five, depending on, you know, if he, what he was doing or whatever. And um, that was kind of like, he used to beat me, like, 5-0 or 3-0. And then it was just kind of, like, it became 2-1 or, like, 4-1, then 4-2. And then eventually, like, it became, like, 2-2 when you're playing, like, you know, best of five. And it's like, oh, and then I maybe once a month we beat him and then it became like once a week then it was twice a week and then you kind of like it became like level mm. so that's where my competitive like even there I'm like I'm looking at that leaderboard behind you thinking like <laughs> well that'll be covered in later the link's most chill leaderboard um, but I, li I like that element of like you're just chipping away you, you seem like someone who would keep getting the best out of uh, out of themselves uh, especially for FIFA as well so what, what was the game when you were growing up that you really just kept chipping away at and getting better and better at the game that way would probably be FIFA 2000 yeah there used to be this like um, like I'm going to say like an error in the game where you could score from a certain part of the halfway line mm. so like no matter where like I like wanted to perfect that area so that no matter when I shot from there it was a goal it was a goal so like we used to play like 5-0 and off Mm. So like if you could if you could nail that and then you know like fortunately for some of the other lads they weren't lucky enough to have a PlayStation with mm. FIFA or whatever um, they couldn't master it mm. some of the other lads had and then we'd be like looking at one another kind of right where can you do this from blah 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 so it's like always oh, trying to get that little edge yeah I suppose that when, when I played FIFA or <clears throat> it was Pro Evo you'd be just just hoping to win it was never trying to work out the algorithm never try and work out the mechanic of it, it was just. I guess hope for the best but you were sort of moving into that 
already yeah, then, you, that esports like you, world you where you're trying to, to... Yeah, but that's the thing. That's the thing. All the best people at certain games, like, they use the meta. They defy the mechanics. Mm. Like, especially in FIFA. There's, like... It's obviously certain things are wrong. Like, in FIFA 19, there used to be, like, this first-time finesse shot like that people mastered and it was just like the ball would be rolling the player would be like 180 degrees away from the goal and he could just swivel and like boom so then like you could move your goalkeeper so like people like the, especially the pros in FIFA had to mask how to move the goalkeeper and time it correctly mm. that you could like the keeper would be in that position to catch the ball or save the ball but it's like it's all those little things that separate the best in the world yeah. from the elite then you have like say I don't know what you'd call them I wouldn't say like casual players is probably another lovers of the game I guess or yeah you're kind of hardcore players yeah. so, I mean who aren't the elite or the best and then you have your casual gamers and then you kind of feel sorry for them if you if you're not playing with them because they're just there to kind of for the journey to have a, a few games here and there whereas the other boys really aren't yeah uh, did you did you try and recreate that halfway goal, um, the halfway line goal uh, when you were actually playing no, no, no. I would embarrass myself. <laughs> I would embarrass myself. No chance. So when did you start? Uh, when did football sort of take over your sort of young life, where you're really chipping away at that and, and trying to turn professional? Um, I would have just turned just after turning seventeen. I was in school. I was in my last year. I think in England you call it your A levels. Mm. In Ireland it's called your leaving cert. Um, so like it's before I know you go to like sixth form then university whereas we kind of go straight to university mm. um, so basically I was on the verge of turning professional with my local team Cork City so I'd be in school from like 20 to 8 in the morning to 20 to 10 I'd finish um, I'd go training at half 10 finish at like 12 I'd have lunch till 2 back into school till 6 finish school at 6 then go train from half six to half eight and go home and have to like finish whatever homework I had or whatever work I had to do. Mm. So I did that for about three, four months and it just, it took its toll on me. It became too much because I was just knackered. Mm. And then my school, I, I was doing really well in school and then it just started to fall away. And then it was like, you can't do both. That's basically what was happening. I couldn't commit, I couldn't commit everything to both. And I just kind of said to my dad, like, I can't do this. And he was like, well, what do you want to do? My mum was like, well, you're finishing school. And I was like, mm, don't think so. Mm. So, and, and obviously, when did that gaming? There was no time to, to game. To no. Were there, were there other games that you were playing at the same time uh, other than FIFA? Back then? No, it had just been more or less just FIFA back then. But mm. even so, I didn't play... Like, I played FIFA 17, 18, 19, 20 properly. That's the way I can look at it properly. All the other FIFAs I played, and I played a bit of Pro Evo as well, because um, there was a little stint... There was, yeah, FIFA doesn't want to talk about it, but we, as FIFA fans, Gamers. know. Yeah, we gamers know that Pro there, was, was there was that period, yeah, that, 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 it sort of, that it sort of went. It was, it was, and that's, that's the truth, and anyone who disagrees is wrong. Yeah. But, like, I only played FIFA all them year, like, all the way up as, like, get the lads round. Do you know what I mean? Mm. And, like, I never, like, it's only since FIFA 17 that I've played, I would say, properly. Mm. Like I was a casual player. I could play, but I was a casual player. Do you know what I mean? Um, FIFA 19 had its uh, issues, uh, which I think uh, many people have addressed. Uh, FIFA 20, is it going all right for you so far? You happy with it? Yeah, but there's always... Look, the thing in the modern day is everybody wants to be negative. Mm. 
like the thing is i've been very fortunate enough that i've like sat in rooms with some of these like developers and do you know what i mean but they love football as much as i love football like they want this game to be perfect mm. do you know what i mean they really want it to be the best it can be and i get that it's like i don't know what it is i'm no expert in like people moan about you know the gameplay the servers are are wrong you're connecting to the wrong one i was like man I'm not Elon Musk, like, I don't know what's going on. Do you know no. what I mean? I'm not going to pretend like I do, but I know that these people want the game to be the best it can be, and I've sat there with them, and the excitement, and then, like, when they get, like, negative feedback, how much it does hurt them. Yeah, yeah, they take it personally because they... Yeah, they're... because they get, they, they get ridiculed, they get attacked, their families get attacked, like... We think it's all banter when it's been put out on Twitter. Yeah, like, oh, no, have you seen Frank Ribery's face? That they're they're going to change that now. They're going to that's something he wants to be. So can you have a? He's, he's tweeted them. So can you have a word with? He this? said, "Yeah, I was playing with my son." And like, <laughs> I said to my son, "Do you know who this is?" And he's like, "No." And he said, "Well, your dad." Yeah, <laughs> but like, but, but those little things. You, you, but it, but they're like, oh, we have to start again. Someone's job is there on the line, which they and the ratings. Enough players, and you would have felt that yourself with the ratings but every person yeah every person with ratings every person has always if you any interview you've watched any person you've interviewed i've never once seen anyone say that they are very very happy with their rating yeah yeah everybody says oh well this should be higher that should be higher so it's like it's a catch-22 because everybody is off yeah like my pace in it for like the last few years always been 55 56 I have a friend who's paced like 74 and I'm like, me ain't that much quicker than me. Like you're talking about like 19 marks. I was like, and I even said like, I'll race him. <laughs> I'll race him. Yeah, and get him film it, then send it to FIFA. Um, but that was Wes Morgan. Wes Morgan. Morgan. Morgan, yeah. I think they gave him like 27 pace, which is outrageous. Yeah. But. And, and who is this doing it? Because I, I would imagine. I believe, of- I believe it's a team of people in Germany who watch everything and they obviously make their decisions wow that's I don't know I don't know if that's how true that is but that's what I've been told in the past I don't know if it's changed I don't know maybe I might apply for a job as the stat analyst and do you think um, maybe that you mentioned those people supposedly in Germany that are the, the team behind it and yeah. they, they in terms of scouting players they must have the network of, of players around the world that they're able to look at yeah of course would that, would that help uh, any football teams, the, the, the scouting program? Definitely. Because the detail they go into, mm. like, I imagine, do you know what? It's probably best to say the detail FIFA put in is probably matches what football clubs put in, mm. that it's taken that seriously. Like, I think they'd be on a level par that, yes, they could help one another if they see different things. But I think, like, in FIFA, the detail that's gone into it, because I know, like, I know age, or I know uh, scouts and that, and I know the amount of work they put in. Mm. So I think, yeah. What do you think, um, looking back, what, you, what was your best attribute that was picked up on? Physical. Physical. <laughs> that was it. Yeah, it was like... Not temperament? <laughs> no, nah, it was like 82 or something like that. I was stronger than Ronaldo in the game. Yeah. And, so and it's like... Uh, and yeah. is that true of real life? No. No. He's in, well... I wouldn't say I'm beast. not. I wouldn't say I'm not physical, but Ronaldo's a beast. Like, yeah. I mean, he's a, like a Greek god body. Like, yeah, he's chiselled. He is chiselled. He, look, he is where he is because of who he is, and he's done very well. What, what's your, what was your best attribute then, uh, as a as a player? Probably aggression. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, it probably was. Um, I just tried to do things as simple as I could. I'd be the one that would like do the hard running that your fancy wingers they want to do. Mm. I would do all the dirty side of things mm. that you don't like get recognition for, but people in football give you recognition for. So it, it was. So I didn't really mind, you know, but like fans would be like, what is he doing on the pitch? But you knew your manager knew what you were doing. Exactly. Because, well, he would have set you up to do it. So, And and is that what you learnt when you came over to Sunderland? Is that an area of your game that you developed to do the dirty jobs, to make sure that you yeah. stay in the team? And Yeah, yeah, yeah. De- definitely. I've probably never looked at it like that because at Cork, I was kind of like, Gareth is the main man who kind of did everything. Mm. And like, you know, and then when I, like I said to you, when I went to Sunderland, I was kind of like, what's going on here? They, all these players are so good. So I was accommodating the better players. Mm. Do you know what I mean? They were that much better than me. So, mm. But but that that provided you with that career, that opportunity to be part of them, for part of that team. And then that, and but obviously you must have been incredibly talented to get called up by your, you know, by Ireland as well to, to represent your country. The talent was there. Everyone knew that. Right. So not necessarily passing it to the better player. You, you were... Oh, no, look, I could play. I'm not saying I was bad, but some of these players I played with were just that much better. So I was like, I have no problem with that. I was, I made a career out of like helping the better players, if that mm. makes sense. So everybody, a lot of people want all oh, the limelight and they want to be the main man. They want to be the one scoring the goals. They want to be, I never, I'd have loved it, mm. but it never, I was more about the team and, you know, and then obviously, as you said, that came with it and that's kind of what international football is because it's yes you represent your country and it's like the proudest moment for any footballer but like you kind of get together last minute mm. like if in a qualifying campaign you'll play international September October November March in the summer so mm. it'll be like May or June depending on like when the Premier League ends and blah 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 but like you're only in camp for like 12 days so it's kind of like, right, you're in, you've got to be able to... So I did, I never minded doing the hard yards for other feathers or, do you know what I mean, trying to make other guys look good. Mm. I suppose you, you don't mind doing that extra graft for people that you get on with, <laughs> definitely. That, that, hey, that would also it help. It certainly makes it a lot easier because <laughs> you can say, I have to go, here, mate, I'm doing your running here. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? That's definitely true because I, I, I didn't want to run for anyone I didn't like. But mind you, there's very few people I don't like. That's good. Good to know. Uh, I'm not even going to press you on the ones that you didn't like. Um, David, uh, in terms of a day in the life of a footballer, what was it kind of like? Because obviously people love their FIFA. They'll be watching this right now thinking, oh, I love your videos that you make on YouTube. But what was it like day to day as a footballer? <laughs> day in the life? Because there's, there's time. I've heard lots of, there's yeah. lots of time that where you get to play FIFA and, and, and there's free time, downtime. It's it's very hard to give you like the day in the life because you'll have lads who are look this way, right? I'll try and explain this the best I can. You'll have lads who are eighteen to twenty one mm. with no girlfriend, no kids, on very good money. You'll have then so they're not gonna do a hell of a lot. They'll probably have jobs around the training ground, so like they won't finish late afternoon. Then you'll have lads who are in their mid twenties playing the first team on very good money, like no girlfriend, no missus. Know, or no wife so they're like could be getting up to anything then like for me I was one of those that was older 
I now have a wife and two kids. So like it was like obviously my my daughter's three, my son's six months, so before that, you kind of like you could be in for training for ten o'clock, you'd be finished train you'd start training at half ten, you'd be finished twelve, corpus twelve. Certain days you might have a gym session, others you won't. I could be home at corpus well, half past twelve. If I finish at twelve, I could be home at quarter past twelve. If I finish at quarter past twelve, I could be home at half twelve. So like you think like quarter to ten to half twelve. And then like you're basically free for the day. Mm. So it's like, well, what do I do then? So as you said, I started playing FIFA. It's like other people then like you know to play golf. Some like horse racing. Do you know what I mean? Some like the bookies. Everything changes. <laughs> so it's like it's 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 hard, but like but, it's hard but, to say what. It's a good it's a good thing though, with FIFA indoors, you're not gonna be putting your body under any stress you might injure yourself if you golf swing you know you might rage i don't know if you rage when you're rage quit no, that's kind of that's kind of like the audience that watches me is kind of like they watch me i don't don't get annoyed mm. i don't get annoyed because one i have a lot of like of the younger generation watching me mm. my kids from the ages of 10 well i say 8 to 12 and their parents compliment me on it mm. because last thing you want your child is watching someone who's constantly swearing or uh, I get it there are times I do get annoyed mm. but so that's probably the main reason mm. why I don't rage mm. and I think like it's a computer game I'm here to have fun I'm not here to get angry and smash something up no do you know what I mean I've played the majority of players I'm using in the game I, I the icons I've played against a lot of them mm. I mean, I know a lot of them. So it's like, uh, this isn't life or, like, I won't say, it's a bit wrong to say life or death, but it, it, it's a computer game. I'm there to have fun. I'm there to enjoy myself. Mm. But like, we, but Weekend League can be, a, uh, I can oh, see it in your face. Oh, right yeah. Right now, I'm seeing yeah. it. 30 games have to be done from that Friday morning uh, or evening to the Monday morning. So, and now as a family man, kids, <laughs> uh, a wife, everyone needs attention. How does how does David manage to do that? Balance, mm. communication, <laughs> simple. Oh, the so I tell you, I tell you, I tell you. Yeah. When I was playing, I used to play. I used to get up in the morning. So now the the clock has obviously gone back. Um, so it will start Friday this Friday at seven o'clock in the morning. So like when I was playing, I used to get up. I'd be waiting at seven o'clock, and I could get ten games out in an hour and a half, two hours. Mm. So I'd have ten done. And you're like, well, you've only got 20 to go. So then, like, Saturdays, we used to play games. If we were home, if we were at home, I might play five that morning, the Saturday morning. If we were away, very rarely I brought my Xbox with me because of, um, like, hotel connections and that. And then you just, your FPS and all that, mind-boggling. So then I would play some more at nighttime. And then on the Sunday, then I would just, I'd be... If you played on a Saturday and everything went well, you'd usually be off. So I had, you know, I might have 15 games to play. So I'll just break them down into three slots of five, five in the morning, five in the afternoon, five at night. It's... And even now, like with the wife and two kids, like Friday morning, I'll drop my daughter to school. I'll come back and I'll say to my wife, I'm going to play 10 now and she'll go grand. So I'll like... Does she always say that's grand? Nah. <laughs> nah. We find, you find yeah. a happy medium. Like there's, there's been times before... Where I've like, I've played 30 on a Friday because she's 
made plans for Saturday, Sunday, and I'll say, right, I'm getting all my games done. Wow. Yeah. Like even I went to the Champions League final um, in Madrid when Liverpool won a few months ago. And um, I came back and I had like been out celebrating with the, <clears throat> with the team and the players and my buddies and whatever. I came back and my adrenaline was through the roof and I sat down and I played 30 games. <laughs> I finished weekend. I finished with 28 wins I was like and I started this is no word of a lie I started on the Sunday night about 1 o'clock in the morning I streamed it all live and I played till like That's incredible. 6, 7 in the morning when it was about to end yeah. and I finished with 28 wins and 2 losses it was people like you're mad and I was like my adrenaline was just through the roof I couldn't yeah. sleep yeah and so, I'd been at the Champions League final so I yeah. couldn't, couldn't play the games then uh, two things that came to my mind there was one any of the managers that you know Steve Bruce uh, was your manager for Fair Point so it was Martin O'Neill you've got those managers were they ever aware that you were fitting in maybe five games and not to say that's a wrong thing or that was bad but some people will look at it and say was David's head in the game the actual game when he's been playing FIFA how did you see how would you see that situation I completely agree with you um, I'm not disagreeing with you. Like I can tell you that I know Pirlo spent the afternoon playing. Um, Pirlo spent the afternoon playing FIFA before the World Cup final. Mm. I went out and won the World Cup final. A lot of lads like to use it as a distraction. Yeah. Some like to sleep, like that extra bit of sleep, should I say? Because like I'll still get a full night's sleep, but they use it for the extra sleep. Mm. Some lads are up anyway. Like it's. I just used it as a way to kind of switch off. Mm. take my mind off things that's why like I say I don't really get that hot and bothered about like or rage at the game which mm. then it becomes a problem if you're raging hard on a Saturday morning you're going out to play a game that's not great is it no whereas I just kind of looked at it kind of going once again in FIFA I was like if I win I win if I lose I lose mm. and like nine times out of ten when I lose I'll get the person tweet me the picture going ha 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 I'm like I mean, it's again FIFA. And people yeah. think I'm only saying that, but I'm like, to me, it's literally only again FIFA. Like, I was then going out playing a proper game. Yeah. Like, I was going out to play against your Liverpools, your Arsenals, your Man United, your Man City, your Chelsea's, where it really mattered. Mm. Where there's like, like job, millions, millions of pounds on the line. Because if you win or lose, like, depending on whether or not you got relegated or promoted. Like, even before we played the playoff final, I played a few years ago. 2016, we got promoted. That game, I suppose, was worth 144 million. We all, there was a few of us having a game in FIFA. Like, just, we had an hour to kill. Yeah. And it wasn't one of those, like, you know, where you, like, you know, people have, like, naps or whatever, and then you're kind of like, am I awake? Am I asleep? Like, you don't know what's kind of going on. We were like, oh, we'll play some FIFA. And we played FIFA. And it was kind of like, just, yes, I can see that people would say, well, it's not normal, but to us, we were just kind of relaxing. It's a couple of like lads having a bit of banter. Mm. Do you know what I mean? I think it's becoming more normal. Uh, older football fans will be saying the head should be in a game, or especially when a team's losing, that fans will look for any any excuse to, to say, well, this is the reason why it's not happening. But for you, that, that worked, that, that relaxed all the players. You're ready for that. Um, and, and the FA Cup final, because obviously I keep flipping between incredible career. Um, FA Cup final? That whole morning we spent playing FIFA. Well, I say all morning, afternoon. Kickoff was like 25 past five, I'm going to say, or something odd like that, like five or half five. We played FIFA. There were seven of us in a room playing FIFA. Mm. So, like, that would have been our great story. Yeah, I know we lost 3-2, but we lost in the 118th minute. Like, do you know what I mean? So, it was like, 
But like, we were playing FIFA, and I, it wasn't even mine. I was playing the PlayStation, like I play on Xbox. It was one that one of the other lads abroad, and we were all around his room, and it just kind of helped us relax. Mm. It was like, we were, we were playing 2v2, and it was more kind of like having a crack with one another. We didn't even, like, I won't say we forgot we had an FA Cup final, but for that hour, hour and a half, we were just focused on me and you, Tom, need to beat those two. Yeah. Like, like, head in the game. Do you know what I mean? It was just, I know loads of people do it. Every, I've spoken to nearly a player in every Premier League team and they bring somebody, there's always one player brings a PlayStation or an Xbox. Mm. There's always one, like somebody will have one. Um, and, and and now that the, the structure in your, your life, you don't have that, the football, the, the professional side. I know you're filming uh, other stuff and you go going to the training grounds and you're doing your, your videos is is it now fifa become that competitive element a bit more of like this feels like your job or is it still that fun side at the moment it's definitely still my fun side i did an interview age score somebody said like whenever tired but i get into you know professional fifa player and i kind of went no i don't think i will i've been approached a few times about owning my own organization mm. but i was kind of like well if i own my own organization why pay someone a lot of money to like represent my company or my organization, should I say, to play FIFA when I was like, I'm probably not a million miles away from them that I could mm. do it myself. Yeah. And just cut cost of paying someone a contract. Like, so I was like, I don't know. I might look into it. I don't know, mm. genuinely. And, and in terms of um, obviously your, your ability from the football side, maybe coaching, could that be a thing? Yes. Um, I have started coaching with the Ireland under 17s. Um, it's kind of one of them when I retired it was like you know you kind of say to someone what are you going to do because you like dedicate your whole life to football and I was like I don't know they were like are you going to go into like media then like TV radio coaching or are you just going to like go completely away from all that like away from football and go like work as a carpenter or a teacher or in the bank or whatever and I was like I genuinely have no idea mm. and I said I want to try everything and then I'm just hoping, fingers crossed, that in a year's time, a kind of pathway finds itself. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So I'd, I'd love it. David Myler, the first coach who insists before a game, all the players sit <laughs> down FIFA. and plays FIFA. That would be, would be nice, though, as a, a camaraderie, everything. Um, there's so many questions. Uh, David, I haven't even begun to ask you about the, the Ireland's captaincy, uh, those famous games against Moldova and Wales. Um, You've done your research anyway. I've, I've done my research and... Because everyone brings up Wales, but they never bring up Moldova, which was three days before. Yeah. Um, so what was that like, obviously, captaining uh, your national side? I mean, I know it came from circumstances that you wouldn't have wanted that captaincy. That's how True. much I've done my research. But, but it must have been an amazing feeling to, to represent your country. Yeah. Uh, For the man who just does all the dirty work, suddenly (laughs) the captain. Well, I put the team first. Maybe that's why Martin gave me the captaincy. But it's it's hard to... Do you know what? It genuinely is hard to put words into it. Like, put words in my mouth to describe it. Mm. That's probably the proudest I've felt or the best I've felt after having, like, my kids. Mm. Like if I could relive one moment, like my wedding or that, the Wales game, I'd probably relive the wedding, the Wales. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? I'd have my kids first, the Wales game, then my wedding, yeah. then any other game. Do you know what I mean? Because the Wales game was just so big and we had to win and everyone was writing us off. 
Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It was just like, you know, obviously, as you said, this, due to the circumstances with Shams getting injured, I was captain. Like, like, he was such a big loss for us. Like, all that factored in. and Like, even, it was just weird. I, I, I get, like, stuck for words. Mm. You ask anyone who knows me well enough, I don't struggle to talk. But it's hard. It's like, that's what I mean. Like, yeah, like I have my kids and then that's right there below mm. them. Like, nothing will ever come near my kids. Mm. But like, in my sporting achievements and what I've done, that is the top of the, just nothing comes close to that. Mm. And, and I'm not comparing them in any way, but you've got all those accolades, your professional life, family life, all these achievements. What's the biggest FIFA achievement that you've, you've made? I finished third in the world. Um, not like in an Elan event, but like in the weekend league, we back in FIFA 18, mm. um, when it was 40 games, 40 games a weekend league. I finished 40 and on, I finished third in the world. It's quite funny because I, um, I was streaming my last games, so streaming on Twitch, and there was like between 1,000 and 2,000 watching me, and I was like 35 and all, and then at like 36 and all, I was like, 3,000 people watching me. And I got to 39 and I'll just skip forward. But I got to 39 and had like 17,000 people watching. Wow. And um, I'll never forget it, right? So my missus was well aware because I was like, no, this is, I was like, this is big, you know? Yeah. And she was like, no, it's not. Like, I was like, no, this is big. And she could tell by the way I was going on, like, this is serious. Like, I was like, I'm nearly there. I was like, one more. So I got into my 40th game. So, um, playing I score straight away after like four or five minutes so I kind of like in my mind I can get a gist of how the player plays of what he's like I like to think I can do I do anyway um, or how good he is I can kind of establish a level uh, so my wife is going back and forth to the car she's taking stuff out of the car I think it's like just for argument's say it might be in the shopping or something I can't remember and um, I heard my little girl ball and crying so FIFA had just brought in that if you're away from the console for longer than like 30 seconds or 45 seconds, you automatically disconnect. Mm. Mind you, I'm 39 and all, about to go 40 and all on live stream, like 16, 17,000 people watching. I actually got up and walked away from the Xbox to make sure that my daughter was all right. Mm. And people were like, the, the chat was just, <laughs> are you crazy? I'm sure she's like, your wife's there, you'll be fine, blah, 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 blah. Everything's firing through. <laughs> So I go and I pick her up and I was like, what's wrong? She's like, oh, I want my dummy. So I gave her her dummy. She was like, Callie was like, oh my God, are you, that's my wife, are you in the game? And I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, I'm going to leave my little girl cry over again. No, no. If, if I lose, I lose. Like, And then I went back in and he'd actually scored because obviously, you know, none of my pairs will move. He scored, made it one all. And um, lucky enough, that buys you enough time because it's when the ball's like, dead you know it goes to replays and that so that actually buys you more time which yeah. bought me more time I came back down and everyone was like oh, I can't believe you've done that and I was like I'm not really fussed I kind of I have an idea how he plays I'll beat him like 4-5-1 or something and I think I beat him like 5-2 I was like so I finished 40 and all and I finished third in the world all round top guy that's what uh, that's what I get from that story I get everything the brownie points with the wife Making sure no, but it wasn't, right. it wasn't, but it is, but it's brilliant. I could have, I could have, I could have called my wife and been like, "Will you grab her?" She knew, she'd have known I was playing. It was kind of my last game because she'd have been like, "All right, finish that now. You're done." 
But I think right. it's, but it shows more than anything that, that that's where oh, you're yeah. at with your, your FIFA level is you love that game, but you also... Yeah, well, other kids, well. kids come before everything else. Yeah, definitely. But I do love it, yeah. And my little girl now comes in and is like, she's mad. Like, it's, I supported Liverpool as a kid and I still support Liverpool, but my wife's family are all from like Manchester and all love Man City. So this current day and age, Liverpool and Man City are battling out for everything. And it's just like, at the start, like my daughter used to run and going, come on City, come on City. But no, I've got her like, come on Liverpool. We love you, Liverpool. And then she's like, um, she's like, boo, the blue team's bad, blue, <laughs> boo, and all this like, and like come on Liverpool. So. Um, I, I got one, I got, we've got to do the quiz because you want to be on that leaderboard. I yeah, I'm not happy. Why is, uh, why is Big Shaq, you know, the one and only on eight and a half? Yeah. It's either eight or it's a nine. It's quick maths at the top. Uh, he's eight and a half. Um, so, um, why, why, where, where did the half come from? Because he sort of got a question right, uh, but it sort of didn't at the same time. But you can't, you can't get something sort of right. Well, it was a multiple. There was several different answers he needed. No, no, I'm sorry. If you ask a question, right, I'll take it off. David wants me to take. No, I'm not going to take it off. Yeah, he's exactly, not here. Yeah. He's, he's, he's very scary. Uh, there is one more question I do want to ask though, and there's so no much problem. could have asked. We I wanted to ask about John Walters and Roy Keane. He, he wasn't a big fan of Roy Keane, but we haven't got time to go into that. Uh, you seem to get on all right with Roy Keane. It's the usual question. <laughs> We're not going to do that one. I wouldn't have answered anywhere. Perfect. Because I get on really well with Roy and I get on really well with John and whatever they want to do, leave them do it. Yeah, top man. <laughs> it's nothing to do with me. It's nothing to do with me. But uh, I did want to ask, you've got the playing career, the highs there. Uh, where do you put the Alan Pardew headbutt? Where, where in the scale of your career do you put that particular moment can you explain what happened? And then obviously moving on to your goal celebration. <laughs> it, it always comes up. Do you know what? I'm probably most known for the Pardew headbutt, mm. FIFA, than playing football. And I needed to cover all of those points. Otherwise, I haven't done my job. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no. I wanted to ignore it, but then uh, looking into it, the story of you then getting to celebrate, I think it was against Sunderland, you scored a goal there. I know, and do you know what? People gave me a lot of stick for scoring, like celebrating against Sunderland because I played with Sunderland for a long time and they were very good to me. I had two knee, knee injuries and like I used to go watch all their games. People kind of like, for a man who cared so much and turned up so many games, why is he celebrating us? It wasn't necessarily the fact of celebrating against Sunderland. It was more like, I was just adamant, I'm headbutting the corner flag. Do you know what I mean? I was like, and a lot of people did get it. A few were a bit torn up about it, and I, I kind of get that, fair enough. But I was like, I'm headbutting the corner flag. Is. And, and that celebration was put in FIFA because of me. That's brilliant. Perfect way to, uh, to round that out. Uh, so if there was one game that you could play for the rest of your days... FIFA. Uh, I'm glad you said that, because all these questions are on FIFA. I don't know, you're going to ask me about, like... Something totally different now. No, definitely not. You're going you're gonna to stitch no, me up No, I'm not. I'm not. I'm going to take a sip of water. All right, I'm going to take one too. Do the lights dim and go... <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, the 60 seconds. Um, basically, you've picked FIFA. and um, I have 60 seconds to answer as many questions. Is there limited questions? Uh, yeah. How many questions is there? Well, there's. I asked the questions, David. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm asking you a question though, about how many okay, questions you're going to ask. Okay, that's fine. There's 10 here written down. Okay, so I have six seconds for a question. Okay. Yeah, that's fine. And no, because if you're going to say I have 20 questions in front of me, you've got a minute to answer. I would just then, if I don't know, I'll just go past. You get me? Ah, I see what you mean. I've thought it's true, you know. 
<laughs> I said you're going to be... Man's not hot, you know. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you've got 10 questions. Now, just so you know, um, the point of this is uh, links helps you stay chill under pressure. So that's why we're doing this. We're going to see if you can stay cool, calm and collected in 60 seconds, I ask you as many questions, okay? It's all links related. So, you know, body language looks fine. We're all good to go on this. The chair is very squeaky, isn't it? I would I would like to get that scene too, but the apocalypse and that, you can't get the I was going to say in the bunker, mate, there's no room. Yeah, I might get a new chair. I might get a sofa in. Um, here we go. Are you ready, David Myler? Yes. Okay. Question number one, who's on the cover of the ultimate edition of FIFA 20? Van Dyke. It's Zidane. Uh, number two, uh, who's the highest rated goalkeeper? Ooh, just going to remind you the 60 seconds there. Yashin. Uh, Jan Oblak. Uh, who... No, that's wrong. That's wrong. Check it. Check it. I want, <laughs> to, I want to time stop. <laughs> Yashin is the highest rated. Who has the best physical stat in FIFA 20? Normal cards only. Aquafema, Jesus, that took me long. No, Musa, Morega. In which FIFA did David Myler have the best stats? FIFA fifteen. Incorrect. FIFA seventeen. What was your overall rating that year? Seventy-two. Correct. Highest rated player who doesn't play club football in Europe. Doesn't play club football in Europe. Highest rated player. Slatan. Correct. Uh, that's it. Time's up. So you need you need to specify the questions when you say keeper. The best Yashin is the highest rated keeper. With the because that's why I stopped. On. Yeah, that's why I stopped and was thinking Yano Yano Black, and I was thinking Neuer to Stegen. Yeah. Because they're all like 91, 90, 90. Mm. And I was thinking, but Yashin is an icon. Uh, I'll give you a bonus question if you want. Highest rated player in the English Championship. There's two possible answers here. Highest rated? Yeah. Highest rated player in the English Championship. Wow. I know. Tough, isn't it? Uh, so, like... I'll give you a clue if you want. Yeah, go on then. Uh, where, did you, where did you make your international debut? Because that's full on. Yeah. So, um, oh, yeah. Mm, I'm 50-50. There's two possible answers, but... I'll take take one of them. Tom Kearney. Correct. And the other one was... 77? 78? Uh, again, I've outsourced it and that isn't here. But you said... <laughs> <laughs> there you go. I was I knew it would be 77, 78. It was just picking which team. Uh, do you know who the second player is? Uh, yes. Alexander Mitrovic. Oh, yeah. I was either... I was torn between Mitrovic and Tom. I played with TC. Listen... David, it's been so lovely for you to pop down in the bunker to have a little bit of peace and quiet for the apocalypse. Are we safe? Are we safe to get out? Uh, I am because I'm not leaving, but you have to leave. So best of luck with everything. Uh, thank you for coming down. Have you enjoyed? I have. I, I just uh, want to check a few things. Yeah. We'll Who's Urega? Who's that with the strongest boy? Yeah. Well, definitely. We'll Google it in a minute. Um, oh, 100% we will. All right. Well, listen, <laughs> David Myler, so lovely to have you in the bunker. That's it for Games for the End of the World. Uh, we'll be back next time with another guest. In the meantime, make sure that you subscribe, uh, download this episode, um, do everything that you possibly can uh, to share the love. And obviously, uh, send some condolences to David with the, the quiz. I've How many did I get right? I think you got three. So I'm going to put it actually down. Uh, David Myler. Oh, yeah.
three. Three. That's it, mate. Look, but look, the good thing is you're not bottom. You're above Matt Gallagher. I'll do that in a second. David, absolute pleasure. That man. Thank you very much. Thank you. You have been listening to Games for the End of the World on Joe. Together with Lynx.